Hello and welcome back to season two of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Arwen from Even Star Wellbeing and I'm delighted to be here as your host. This season will continue to, of course, focus on your wellbeing and all aspects of that, including Even Star Five Star Wellbeing, which covers food, sleep, movement, surroundings, and being. And being, in case you're wondering, is absolutely everything else everything I view as a holistic way to improve your health and well-being I am currently training in medical astrology to add that feather to my cap and I'm delighted to bring you some feature episodes on astrology and the zodiac and uh, also continue to interview other experts and specialists in different areas of well-being. I really hope you enjoy this series. Please make sure that you share it and rate it and that will help other people to find it. Thank you so much and be well. Hello there and a very warm welcome to episode 26 of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. This is the fifth in my series of astrology sessions and today we're covering the fifth sign of the zodiac, Leo. So you're going to learn all about Leo and we're really looking at this from the point of view of medical astrology. So you're going to learn about Leo in terms of the fact that it is a fixed fire sign, where it fits into the wheel of the year, what its symbolism is about with the sun and the lion, the fifth house, which is the house of the zodiac that Leo is most closely associated with, the body aspects that are ruled by Leo, and the body parts that are ruled by Leo, and therefore what ailments might be expected for Leo types. We'll also, of course, delve into remedies and lifestyle medicine that these people with this kind of energy are going to find really useful, including foods, herbs, and essential oils. I really hope you enjoy it. And I'd love to hear from you if you are a Leo. And I will chat with you again afterwards. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, the fifth part of my astrology series. Welcome to Leo season. We've been nurtured and restored during cancer season, helping us to recover from the physical and the mental activity of the first quarter of the astrological year. So we're now ready to take ourselves out into the world to create and to express who we are, to get our Leo on. So please do be aware that I do work with the sidereal zodiac, which considers astrology from the actual placement of the stars in the current time. If you want some more information about this, then I'd encourage you to go back to the first in the astrology series, which is all about Aries season. And I do go into quite a bit more detail there about sidereal astrology. If we actually look at the sky, the sun rises in the constellation of Leo from the 9th of August through to the 15th of September. So it's a relatively large constellation. It goes for around about five weeks. And if you do check out my information about sidereal astrology, you will 
learn and read that these dates are not set in stone. So what makes sidereal astrology different is that gradually over a period of 72 years, the days for each constellation will change. So they're not set in stone like they are in tropical Western astrology. So who is this episode of the astrology series really for? Well, of course, it is for those people who are born during Leo season. So if you're born between, I'm going to say August the 8th rather than the 9th, because depending on how old you are, and you probably do need to be quite old, um, you may still be a Leo sun sign if you were born on August the 8th rather than August the 9th. If you would like to check that out for yourself, then please do go to the links below and you can book in a session with me to find out exactly what it all means for you. But um, so if you are born between August the 8th and September the 15th, then that means that, as I said before, you're a Leo sun sign. So the sun was in the constellation of Leo when you were born. That means that you identify, you kind of see yourself as a Leo. And that really means you probably see yourself as very creative, as playful, as affectionate. And you probably see yourself as pretty important. If you know your astrology chart and you can see that you have your moon or your rising, your ascendant in Leo, then the information that I'm going to give to you is still really important and pertinent. If your moon is in Leo, that means that you need to feel Leo qualities for your emotional health. You need a lot of attention and admiration. And as the king of the jungle, the lion, Leo, really does like to be first, to be best. If your ascendant or your rising sign is in Leo, this is the point on the eastern horizon where you were born. And that is saying that, that at that point, that was in the constellation of Leo. And what that means is this is what you were becoming, this is what you were developing throughout this lifetime. So if that is Leo for you, that means you are becoming confident, generous and successful. Lastly, for those again who can read their birth chart, if you have a Leo on the cusp of your sixth house or I would uh, say if you have Leo within your sixth house um, as you know if it's just a, in a tiny bit of your sixth house it probably won't be as important but if you've got Leo in your sixth house especially on the cusp of your sixth house the sixth house is the house of health and well-being amongst other things so this whole piece is about medical astrology and about the Leo energy in terms of health and well-being. So this information is going to be really pertinent for you. If you don't know what I'm talking about in regards to the houses, then once again, please go back to the Aries season piece, which tells you a bit more about the houses. Obviously, all of this is a lot of information. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about with astrology charts, then it would be a really good idea to check this out for yourself and to book in to have a reading with me so that I can tell you whether Leo or which 
constellation and sign is the most important for you to take notice of with your health and well-being. Okay, so of course you may be interested in someone else in your life as well. So if you've got a significant relationship with someone who is a Leo, Sun, Moon or Rising, then this information could be really helpful for you as well to understand them better. And, you know, if you're their partner or their parent or even their child, it's going to help you to give them some tips on how to perhaps better look after themselves. So... Leo is the second in our um, series, which is a fire sign. So Leo is the second fire sign in the zodiac. The first one was Aries, the first sign of the zodiac. So Leos are burning with ambition, passion for life and have a deep sense of courage. If you need any more reminders about what the fire, fire element means, then please again head back to that Aries piece. As a fixed fire sign, we can see Leo as the peak expression of fire. So it's kind of viewed as, you know, the most pure, the most thorough fire sign um, because it's that fixed mode. So it's the full expression of the element. It's not the beginning phases, which is the cardinal mode, or the preparing to change phases, which is the mutable mode. So previously we heard about Taurus being the fixed earth sign. So again, you might like to go and have a look at that one. In the Wheel of the Year, Western Tropical Astrology continues to make the association between the seasons and the zodiac. And this often only works well in the Northern Hemisphere. And I've spoken about it throughout the series in relation to each of the different constellations. Um, Leo season in this concept context is the last month of summer um, in sidereal astrology it's late summer because it's going into September as a fire sign obviously it is quite easy to associate Leo with summer everything about summer is in its full expression at this time of the year as well Again, this is in the Northern Hemisphere. It's warm, it's fully grown. Everything is just, um, you know, brimming with life, but it's, it's life on the cusp of moving towards the autumn and things, you know, the, the fruit falling off the trees. So things moving towards that more dormant phase. Um, in the Southern Hemisphere where I am, I, I can once again also relate Leo energy to this time of the year because we have just come into the first part of spring. So the first celebration of spring in the Celtic Wheel of the Year is Imolc right at the beginning of August. And what this celebration is, is actually the celebration of the return of the sun. So to me, that has a beautiful fit with Leo because Leo is all about the sun, as we're about to learn. So Leo is ruled by the sun. It's a constellation that's actually ruled by this luminary. As we learned last time, Cancer is ruled by the moon. So they are the only constellations ruled by either of these luminaries. The sun lights everything up and Leo desires the spotlight. So it really is a perfect partnership. The symbol of Leo, as almost everyone I'm sure is aware, is the lion, the proud, powerful lion is the king of the jungle and he knows it and he wants everybody else to know it. 
He rules from the heart. He protects those he loves. But inside the Jungle King is always the playful cub. And Leo certainly has a childlike joy and a full love of life. The fifth house is the house associated with Leo. So in astrology, we divide the chart, the zodiac chart, into 12 houses, which refer to the 12 different areas of life. So if a planet or a sign is in a house, that gives us some information about what area of life their energetic effect is going to have on us. So each of the signs rules one of the houses, and as I just said, Leo rules the fifth house. So it has a particular um, affinity to this area of life. It's particularly comfortable in the fifth house. So Leo is the fifth sign of the zodiac and therefore that's why it's ruling the fifth house. It's naturally um, tied to the fifth house. And the fifth house is all about creativity. It's um, This is including our innate creativity uh, within ourselves as animals, our ability to create new life as in children, so our children fit into this house. Sex and romance, as well as any other fun, pleasurable and potentially risky activity is sitting in the fifth house as well. However someone chooses to express themselves out into the world is the domain of the fifth house. So it can be the arts, it might be their hobbies, it can even be as a small business owner. Each sign of the zodiac is also associated with a particular body type and that's really around the element. So as I mentioned, Leo is the fixed fire sign. So all fire types will have a similar body type, which is for fire generally strong and athletic. Again, there's a bit more about this in the Aries piece if you'd like to read more about that. However, for Leo, given their love of pleasurable activities, they can tend towards excess weight if they don't do enough exercise to counterbalance their love of eating beautiful, rich foods. Leos are known to have a very strong constitution. In fact, they're often thought of as having the strongest constitution in the zodiac, rarely falling ill. They're, they also are known for having a wonderful posture holding themselves tall as befits the king of the jungle and their proud personality. It can, It is said that you can tell how emotionally well a Leo is by how they're standing, how straight they're standing. It's common for people to have a body type that equates to their rising sign because this is in the first house which is all about the image of the body. So this is not always true and it can be that your body type will relate more to the dominant element in your chart. <clears throat> so most people unfortunately don't have a good balance between the four elements and so the dominant one will tend to be more what they look like. This is just kind of a an, an interesting thing to observe. It's not um, particularly important really. From an Eastern medical point of view, the Leo constitution tends to be hot and dry, which makes sense for this fiery summer in the Northern Hemisphere sign. Leo rules the following body parts, the heart, 
the spine, so hence that association with posture, including the nerves and the marrow of the spine, especially the T3, T4 areas of the spine, so the thoracic spine, because they're the areas, they're the um, vertebrae, which are at the same level, at the same height as the heart. Leo also rules the blood, the spleen, the circulatory system and the liver. So what this means is that Leo types can tend towards ailments in these areas. Common ones are injuries or illnesses in these body, body parts, heart disease, heartache, palpitations and angina, hot flushes, panic attacks, fainting, fevers, blood cell disorders of either the red or the white blood cells, blood pressure problems and hair loss. So think of that beautiful mane that the lion has and losing it. Spinal problems certainly can be associated with Leo types and burnout. So this is something that's common to all fire signs because they're the go, go, go signs of the zodiac and they can tend to go too much and burn themselves out. So this is something that is particularly true for all the fire signs and especially for Leo. So Leo for all his seeming pride is actually very heart sensitive hence we have all these heart issues potentially. Um, but we're thinking about this more from an emotional point of view as well as the physical. So being heart sensitive we're referring to Leo being susceptible to illnesses resulting from emotional situations around fear of failure or fear of not being loved or feeling unloved. Now also I love of course to talk about the chakras, the energy centers and really base all of my work around this. So when we're thinking about the relationship between Leo and these seven essential energies, it has strong connections to the third energy center that what I call the power center often known as the solar plexus. So the third chakra, the solar plexus and Leo is also strongly connected with the fourth heart chakra, the love energy center as I call it. So the power energy, the third one is the energy of confidence, of self-esteem, really the get up and go energy, very Leo, all of that. And then the love energy is the energy which allows us to experience giving and receiving love and affection, which Leo really craves and needs for their emotional well-being. So let's talk about some even star, five star well-being approaches for Leo types, what they can do to help themselves be as well as possible. Firstly, let's talk about movement. Exercising out in the sun is really wonderful for everyone, but especially for Leo to help to nourish their fire. They do need to do some cardiovascular exercise, our Leo types. It's very important. Um, it is hard for them to stay still. They do tend to be on the go, as we've just talked about with burnout. So channeling some of their energy into movement really makes a lot of sense, and it's really important. So please take note of that. Let's then talk about the second of our even star, five star well-being aspects, sleep. Leo, as I've mentioned, does find it difficult to switch off, 
But as with all fire signs, they do need to be careful not to burn out. So sleep is really essential for their body and brain to repair and to replenish. I've just written a blog all about sleep, so I will put a link in the notes for you to go to that and get lots of hints and tips and information about why this is so important. Then our third aspect of Even Star Five Star Wellbeing is what I call being. So let's have a think outside of the box among the things that Leos can do to help look after themselves. Creative activities are really important. They have that creative energy. Now, if you are a Leo type and you don't feel like you're very creative, you're not artistic, don't worry. It doesn't have to be something like that. It can be that you express your creativity in your cooking in gardening, even in redecorating or organising your home or your room. Leo, we keep saying, needs to be careful to avoid burnout. So a regular meditation practice would be really good for Leo, as it would with everybody. Leo is affectionate and loyal to those he loves, but they do need to remember to ask for help when they need it. There is a particular bark flower that can be really good um, at supporting Leo energy and that is vervain. Now there are a lot of other bark flowers that can be supportive depending on which particular type of condition you're needing support with so please do reach out if you'd like more information and detail about this. Let's talk about our fourth aspect, food. It's rare to find a vegetarian Leo. If you are, then please be especially careful to make sure you get lots of iron in your diet. Leos should avoid very spicy, stimulating foods. They do, of course, unless they're vegetarian, need to eat meat. Um, lean meat, both red and white meat, is really good for Leos. Magnesium phosphate foods are really good for Leos. This is the mineral that is, has a particular affinity with Leo energy. So those foods include peas, oats, citrus, plums, apples, green leafy vegetables. Other vegetables which are good for Leos, beetroot, cabbage, lettuce, asparagus, pumpkin and corn. Fruits, oranges, lemons, coconut, raisins, mangoes, pawpaw, rock melon and persimmon. And then some other foods, wheat bran, cocoa, tofu, eggs and nuts are all great for Leos. They should make sure they eat lots of parsley, mint, rosemary and dandelion. There are a lot of other herbs that are great to use in teas for Leos. Some of the most common ones are chamomile, valerian, nettle, lime blossom, St John's wort and peppermint or spearmint. And then lastly, if we'd like to have a really quick look at surroundings, our fifth aspect of even star five star wellbeing in this section, I really recommend essential oils that will be great to support Leo energy. And I do have quite a long list of them. I'm just going to rattle them off. And then if you'd like the detail of what each one is energetically attuned to then please hop on over to the blog and you'll get all the detail about each of these oils so the ones that are great for leo are bergamot cassia roman chamomile peppermint spearmint rose lang lang wild orange marjoram and manuka 
So I hope that information was useful. As I've said, please do reach out to me if you would like to have a reading for yourself to find out which areas of the zodiac you need to be aware of to help yourself to achieve the best possible health and well-being. In the meantime, please stay safe and take care. So what did you think about Leo? Do you recognize anyone that you know that you think has a lot of Leo energy? I hope that you did. I hope that you found that information interesting and I would love it if you would share it with anyone else that you think might find it interesting and I would love it even more if you would follow the podcast and if you would give it a rating and a review if you did enjoy it. As I mentioned at the moment I am currently offering readings and these are available for just 30 Australian dollars for a limited time. I can do these for you as a look at your natal chart, your birth chart, or alternatively a specific look at your medical astrology, depending on what your preference is. So I'd really love to meet you and to do that with you. The readings are done on Zoom, so they are available to you wherever you are in the world. In the meantime, I hope that you really enjoy the rest of Leo season. Make the most of that creative energetic out there space that we're in at the moment please be safe and please be well